Homestyle Green, episode 57, Building a Better New Zealand with Lois Easton. G'day and welcome to another episode of Homestyle Green. This is the show about inspiring people to make a better place to live. I'm the host of the show, Matthew Cutler-Welsh, and it's great to have your company. And if you are new to this show, this show is really aimed at people who are interested in building a better home for themselves or maybe are a designer or an architect or interested in becoming one or perhaps you're a builder who is interested in building and creating better homes, homes that are better than the normal way of doing things. And as we've discussed many times on the show, it's not specific to New Zealand because I think that a lot of the issues facing our housing stock are pretty common around the world and we're seeing lots of similar stories and therefore can get lots of similar inspiration from various places who are, and uh, towns and cities are place, facing the similar sorts of challenges. Anyway, I want to get into today's interview pretty quickly, but before I do... Um, a couple of interesting things to note. Yesterday, New Zealand's tallest building was announced by uh, Lynn Brown, the mayor de- here in Auckland, um, scheduled to be built in 2015, which uh, not far away. Um, construction costs of $350 million. Um, Downtown Auckland, 52-level skyscraper. It's quite hard to imagine, but I'll post a picture that um, 3 News have put up on their website. gives it a a bit of a scale of, in proportion to the existing um, buildings there, 209 metres high. Uh, But is it green? I couldn't find any references to anything particularly green about it. Um, interested in your thoughts though, does, uh, does Auckland need a 209 metre tower uh, with 52 levels? Uh, that's a lot of people in there. Um, six levels of car, par- car parks. Now, um, kind of interesting. wonder if they'll have electric car charging points in any of those car parks. Doesn't sound very green, that particular aspect, but never mind. Um, perhaps it is... Uh, there are some aspects of that that are conducive to a greener lifestyle. Don't know. What are your thoughts? Um, I've just come back this evening from something that was green. It was the Green Room put on by the New Zealand Green Building Council. And for those that don't know, I uh, work at the New Zealand Green Building Council. That's my my day job, working there at Homestar. Great presentation from Murray Durbin, who's been on this show and he spoke about his project, The Ideal Home. Gave a great uh, talk, not just about the features that have contributed to achieving an eight home star rating, design rating for that house, but also where they missed out points. And I think that was quite interesting because it is a very high spec house. And the, there's, he was interested in where they didn't, didn't pick up a few points and I think others were as well. So um, good on Murray for pulling that apart and presenting all that information. It was very well done. Also, a quick shout out to my friend on the other side of the world, Ben Adam Smith. Uh, Ben's had a few recent adventures, including an interesting time I'm 
very envious of him getting over to New Media Expo in Las Vegas. Sounds like he had an interesting time there. Um, but as well as all the fun and games in Vegas, he has also just launched his book. And he's done it on Snippet App. Now, the first time I came across Snippet App was via uh, or through listening to the Smart Passive Income blog from Pat Flynn. And Pat was one of the very first authors to be published on the Snippet App platform. If you haven't heard of Snippet App, it's basically a multimedia platform. So it's kind of a new way of producing I would, I guess, a book is the nearest thing to to liken it to, but it's more than a book because it, instead of just having links through to pictures and um, videos elsewhere, it's actually got images and video and more media-rich content embedded into the uh, the platform. So it does have its own app available through the App Store, and Ben has um, written a book, and because of Ben's background in video production and very good uh, good quality videos that Ben makes he uh, has I think found a great niche there and a, and a great um, medium for presenting all the really valuable information on building a better homes that he has is researching for his own journey so if you haven't checked out his own blog and podcast house planning help definitely head on over that I'll put a link to that in the show notes um, check out my previous interview with Ben. Um, I'll put a link to that as well. But definitely head on over to Snippet App and check out his uh, his book. It's only five bucks. It's a good buy. And just finally, uh, on the rumor mill today, I've heard that Grand Designs is heading to New Zealand. Now, I don't think that means that Kevin McLeod is on his way back here anytime soon. I think what that means is... We're going to have our own version. Now, time will tell. See how they go. Can't say I'm a big fan of the Australian version myself. Love the, the original with Kevin, but very hard act to follow. Interested in your thoughts on that? Should we, uh, should we try and emulate that or should we do our own thing here and, uh, and create some similar sorts of stories but in a, in a Kiwi style? But anyway, it seems like that, uh, that we'll, we'll soon be on to see for ourselves. Now, today's guest is Lois Easton, and I first met Lois uh, back in Christchurch when I was working for a company selling insulation and um, lighting and, and generally trying to um, upgrade homes. And Lois has been working in that sector for quite some time. Uh, very experienced. She's actually an environmental, in, uh, environmental scientist, um, but has been working in both the existing, trying to get existing homes up to a decent standard and also doing research projects on new homes. But I'll let her explain a little bit more about that. And the reason why I brought her on the show this week was to talk about the Building a Better New Zealand conference and also the research strategy that goes along with that. And this conference is scheduled for later in the year, but I wanted to bring this interview to you now because submissions are open for abstracts. So if you'd like to get along or if you'd like to even present at that uh, conference, which is happening in September, you have until the 9th of March to submit an abstract. 
Now, apologies for the um, quality in some parts of this interview. It does drop out slightly. Um, <laughs> Lois explains that the, she she's in Gisborne, and she explained that the um, broadband in, in Gisborne, unfortunately, is not as good as it could be. Um, but hopefully it will be enough to get the general gist. So enjoy the interview, and I'll talk to you after. Well, it's a great pleasure to have Lois Eason on the show today. Lois, it's, uh, it's, it's been a long time coming, getting you on the Homestyle Green podcast, so welcome. Thank you. It's nice to be on the podcast. And let's start off by uh, telling us a little bit about yourself, um, and particularly, i like uh, all I guess to explain a bit about why they do what they do. Okay, um, well, I'm an environmental scientist and um, I work for myself, but I do a lot of work um, for Beacon Pathway or with Beacon Pathway, which is um, an incorporated society that's really concerned, I guess, with sustainable building, uh, particularly sustainable housing, and how we can try and transform New Zealand's housing so that it is actually warm, dry, healthy, light on the earth you know, a good place uh, for us, our kids, our grandkids to be living. And so that's really um, been the focus of a lot of the work that I've been doing over the last eight or nine years, actually. And yeah. what what motivated you to get into that? Uh, I used to work for a council, Waitakere City Council, which was a very green council. They were called themselves an eco-city and they decided that they had to lead by example and so they got involved in building a lot of sustainable buildings uh, in the 90s and early 2000s and I was involved in project managing a lot of those and so I got a big interest in sustainable building and then when I had my kids um, I decided I'd go out and work for myself and uh, connected up with Beacon. And you mentioned Beacon there being focused on sustainable building particularly housing how would you describe the function of of Beacon and, and what the organisation does? Okay, it started out being a very much a research-focused um, consortium and so did a lot of sort of poking around in sort of space of what sustainable housing and sustainable communities, sustainable neighbourhoods, and then looking, I guess, at initially at new build and, and what was required to build new houses that um, performed considerably better, and then embarked more and more into the retrofit space is started to realise that actually, well, new houses are pretty exciting. Um, most of the houses that we live in, that we're going to live in for the next 50 years are already built. And so did a lot of research around um, retrofitting housing and how to improve housing. And after that phase, which went for about six years, um, then kind of reinvented itself as an incorporated society with much more of a transformative focus, I guess, mm-hmm. um, with that kind of idea that it's all very well to do research, but actually, the you know, we need to get out there and do stuff. And so now Beacon does a lot more of partnerships, um, trying to actually demonstrate or, um, or, or kind of move the market so that we're actually starting to put into practice some of the things that, that you know, we found out during the research phase. Yeah, I uh, would love to talk to you more about Beacon, and I think people would like to hear more about Beacon Pathway. But I think we should move on because we want to make sure we cover off the Building a Better New Zealand conference. So, can you tell us um, 
what what's this conference all about who's involved and uh give us the the summary of the uh the what it's what it's all going to be about Okay, well, there's um, a, a conference committee that's come together, I guess 10 of us from sort of different parts of the sector, from universities, from um, industry, from central government, from research organisations. Um, and the conference, uh, the founding sponsors, I guess, are Brands and Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment. Uh, and, and they've really, I guess, uh, see that this is a great opportunity for us to actually have a kind of a two-way dialogue about where we're going with building in New Zealand and and how we can improve things, what we've learnt, what we need to learn. Uh, with, that, with that context that is quite significant at the moment in New Zealand, we've got a lot going on with building. We've got uh, Auckland with its um, kind of pressures for housing and pressures for growth generally. Then we've got the recovery in Christchurch. Uh, and then we've got what's going on in the rest of New Zealand. And so we've got um, quite a lot happening and uh, and think this is a really good opportunity to have a conference that uh, is a lot about connecting research with industry. So not just hearing about the pointy-headed researchers, not just a kind of look at my great case study from industry, but connecting the two together. Hello to all those pointy-headed researchers out there. Oh, that's me. <laughs> that's you. You're, you're one of them. Researchers. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah. so you can you can talk to them like that. Um, the speaking of research, the website that people can check out the um, summary information, which is building better New Zealand, building a better New Zealand .co.nz, um, talks about the research strategy uh, document. Can you tell us a bit about yes. what the New Zealand building research strategy is? Well, it's really it's a strategy that's been developed uh, by brands and the Ministry of Business Innovation and Employment um, to sort of set the scene for uh, for going forward with research on building in New Zealand. And so, um, it's it's kind of sets out the blueprint of where they want to go for the next um, five or so years in terms of research uh, and where research funding should be applied. And so, it will provide quite a lot of context for some of those. Um, funding allocations that government does um, over time for different portfolios of research. So you could say it's a bit of a dry document, um, but it's had a lot of input uh, from a wide um, range of organisations, the Construction Strategy Group, CIC, uh, who've got a big interest in us kind of moving forward with understanding better how to get better buildings. And I guess that's the focus of the research strategy is, is better buildings. Yeah. Is that strategy independent of government or does it get sort of um, tinkered with every time there's a change? Uh, I think it, you'd regard it as being something that would have a periodic review, but it would be a set kind of timing. It wouldn't be kind of in a, in a whimsical way. Right, so it's a right. reason you've got a robust time frame of existence. What's in that for the, the average builder. So most of our industry is made up of, of small companies. We know that there's a lot of fragmentation. So one-man band, kind of small builders, small designers, uh, architectural designers, architects, pretty small firms. Should, should they be at all interested in this building research strategy? 
Well, I think that it, it will end up driving quite a lot of things which will influence those people. So inevitably, the research that's done is drives changes, for example, to the building code. And obviously, um, what happened in Christchurch has had a big kind of very fast impact on things like the building code. But this, um, this research strategy will also inform that. And I know there's a lot of work being done um, in areas that are, that are you know, really coming to the forefront as being big issues that we need to sort out in New Zealand, like ventilation for example, which has become a really major topic um, of uh, kind of head scratching or, um, you know, people trying to work out what's the best way to achieve good ventilation rates in houses and, yeah. and, and large yeah. buildings, yeah. Yeah. Uh, specifically New Zealand houses. Yes, that's right. I guess one of the things that um, why it's important that we do research in New Zealand is that our climate's quite different and our building styles are quite different. And so a lot of what, um, what is done is kind of looking at, well, what's best practice? How can it be applied here? Um, what are the, you know, what are the things that are peculiar to our, um, our particular circumstances that, um, that, and how can they be improved? Uh, I've got to ask you this, Lars. What, what's good about New Zealand houses? Um, well, I think they stood really well in the Christchurch earthquakes. Actually, I think that uh -huh. was um, that was a really good thing. Um, right. So, uh, I, in some ways, um, I think that was demonstrating that they're quite resilient. And I mean, a lot of that's got to do with the fact that one of the reasons why they're not very good in many other ways, they sort of wobbled around pretty easily, and then right. you know, <laughs> they fall down too much uh, because there's not a lot in there. Um, but mostly, so they're, they so they're lightweight cool. and kind of wobbly. Yeah, that's right. And so when the when the ground is wobbling, actually lightweight and wobbly was turned out to be quite a good thing. Right. Yeah. So maybe I mean um, you've heard me talk at length about how cold and miserable our houses are. So um, so there's that's probably the strong point. Yeah, yeah. I I do know. I normally the question I normally ask I guess on the show is is what what do they see as the main problems? And I you've already alluded to ventilation. Uh, being one of them, would that be your, your the top one? Do you think, if if you had to summarise, if you had to pick one um, biggest problem for New Zealand houses? Uh, I think it's split between modern housing and older housing. So uh -huh. ventilation is a huge issue in new houses because um, we seem to have forgotten how to design it houses well for passive ventilation, and we don't operate them the way they. We used to in the olden days, and I guess now that houses aren't really drafty um, when they're built, um, that, you know, actually ventilation is starting to become a big issue, whereas yeah, before we just yeah. relied on, you know, really big gaps in the floor and things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So ventilation is not older houses. That's more just the cold and damp, really. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. But that's that's an interesting split, saying that there isn't one key to problem. There's uh, problems that are specific to the probably the age is, is a good Good, yeah, um, yeah, I think so. I think that's really what it's about. And certainly kind of houses built um, in the last 20 years, um, ventilation, overheating, you know, they're kind of tied together. Um, and, yeah, they're just not performing as we'd like when you consider that, you know, these are reasonably modern, you know, or, or brand new houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. All right, back to the conference. Now, on the website, just had a look here, um, some of the areas hoping to be discussed include policy, planning, design, construction, maintenance, refurbishment, reuse, or deconstruction, uh, to name a few. That is quite a lot of ground to cover in one conference, um, and it's three days, I think. Um, yeah. So 
what I'm wondering is how the organizer is going to ensure that there is some focus in all of that and and what are what are the sort of actionable outcomes that you're after well what we'll run it um, with a number of streams so we won't um, we won't try and cover all of that in kind of one one series of sessions so that's that's one of the ways that we'll be uh, trying to cover all the ground that we're able to, so um, by grouping things and running them in parallel streams. Uh, I think that um, from, from the sort of the abstracts that are being submitted and the kind of interest that's coming through, we're going to see actually some strong themes and focus areas, and I'm quite pleased to say that sustainable building is probably one of those, that, that um, in the past we've had uh, New Zealand sustainable building conferences, a couple of those, and and it's been a while since we've had one of those and so there's kind of quite a lot of interest uh, from the sustainable building sector to have a bit more of a focused conversation around the marrying together I guess of kind of the latest research and you know what's been going on out there right because this is not so uh, this is not a sustainability conference is it this is a, a no, building industry conference yeah, it's a building conference. Um, I have to say building in that broad sense of the word. So we certainly see that it's encompassing not just buildings, but the kind of the building that, you know, the city that uh -huh. the buildings sit within, neighbourhoods, the communities. And so that's, you know, I guess that's a particular interest to people uh, maybe in more in the planning area and um, some of the policy um, areas. I, I suspect that that's where there'll be quite a big focus will be at that city and community level yep. um, for, for those people. So I'd expect that we'll probably have another quite strong stream uh, of, of um, presentations uh, around that topic as well. Right. Uh, what we don't want um, is kind of, you know, things that are sort of so technical and um, complex that they're not really going to be something that engages a wider audience. So we will be, you know, taking a bit of care to ensure that we get things which are um, with that kind of, you know, that focus about bringing together of, of the two, you know, that, that it's about learning um, and applying things rather than just sort of people talking to themselves. Yeah. Uh, so who should, who should be coming? Who's the audience? And who should be submitting an, an abstract? Well, I think um, there's really wide um, interest or really wide, you know, um, uh, scope for people to be involved in the conference. I think that, uh, you know, obviously people like um, designers, people like architects, um, construction um, companies, maybe um, um, materials manufacturers, there's mm -hmm. kind of a, there will be a chunk of stuff um, that is of interest to them, but they're also, I think, planners, um, Policy people from central and local government uh, will definitely find there's, there's a lot of interesting stuff there. Uh, and then also, obviously, researchers too. So yep. I think it should have a really wide um, appeal. And certainly, um, I'd encourage people from across that spectrum uh, to be involved in, um, in participating. have to say that though we've got, because we've got scientific research papers in the conference, we've got a kind of reasonably formal process around managing those papers when it comes to presentations from industry, case studies, it's a much simpler process that doesn't involve um, having to submit, you know, 10 page peer reviewed uh, papers right, or right. anything like that. So really keen to get um, those, you know, those interesting things in um, from um, the wider sector. I was talking to someone today who's just um, going to put in a bunch of case studies of internal moisture problems that Perfect. he's seen in houses, which will be, I think will be incredibly interesting to people. Yes, I'd be interested in that. Yes, so will I. I was very pleased to hear you. Excellent.
Now, people can still submit for submit abstracts. Is that uh, that's correct? Yes, and in fact, we've we've had quite a few people contact us and say that with the holiday season they've been a bit pressed, and so we've decided to extend abstract submission to let people actually get their abstracts in. So we're extending abstract submission to 9th of March, and it's not a big deal, as I say again, for those you know those industry people. Abstracts it's a, just a kind of it's a few paragraphs outlining. Uh, what what you want to talk about. And is all the information people need on the website? Yes, that's right. And um, there's an electronic submission process for the abstracts and you just click through and it's pretty simple. Great. So they all they need to do is head on over to uh, buildingabetternz.co.nz? Uh, full New Zealand, I think. So buildingabetternzealand is all okay. one word. Buildingabetternzealand.co.nz and uh, fairly simple um easy to navigate around that, that website and uh, I'm sure they down or get to where they need to go to find out more and, and submit an abstract if they're interested. And uh, we haven't actually mentioned when, when is the schedule, when is it um, scheduled for the actual oh, conference? Third to the 5th of September and it will be held in Auckland. Right. So that's uh, September, early September, 2014. So plenty of time to put it in the calendar and prepare for that. Uh, hey, well, thank you very much, Lois, for filling us in on that and be great to see that develop as you um, confirm speakers. And, well, sp speaking of speakers, you, you're looking at a couple of international uh, keynotes? Yes, we certainly are. I think we're um, looking for someone, someone um, well, we're pretty pretty close to announcing um, well, we're having someone from uh, Australia uh, and I think we're looking at the moment uh, someone from United Kingdom. Uh, with the international keynotes, though, a, a big focus, I guess, is that relevance to New Zealand. So we're not just yeah. getting people who, who kind of talk about what they've done. It's about thinking about how it can be applied here. So that's awesome. the focus. Right. Hey, well, thanks a lot, Lois. And we should get you back on and talk a bit more about uh, Beacon Pathway and, and some of the other projects that you're involved in uh, at another time. But for now, if people want to head over to, uh, to that website and check out the, the conference and um, your contact details are on there as, as well so people can get in touch if they want more. That's right, yep. Great. All right, thank you very much. Okay, thank you, Matthew. Cheers, Lois. Well, that was Lois Easton from Beacon Pathway and for more information about both the New Zealand Building Research Strategy and the conference, head on over to buildingabetternewzealand.co.nz and I have put a link to that in the um, blog post and show notes for this episode so you should be able to find that. Um, I hope that was useful. Let me know your thoughts and if you found this episode or others useful, I'd love to hear from you and I would also love it if you could rate the show in iTunes. Uh, it doesn't take very long at all but definitely helps me out in a big way and helps other people to find this show and helps ultimately to bring us more interesting content. So head on over to iTunes and you can just click a button there to rate the show. If you'd like to hang around for a little bit longer, you would uh, could leave a comment, leave a review. And if you email me and let me know that you've done that, then I'll be sure to read it out um, and give a shout out to to you or your business. So if you'd like to promote yourself, then there is a very, very cost-effective way of doing it. And finally, we'd love it if you let others know about this show uh, and we could, that will also help spread the word.
I think that's uh, about it for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. And I've got another exciting episode, another interview in the bag, which I'll, I'll bring out next week. And I actually wanted to squeeze this one in just because uh, if people are interested in getting a submission in for an abstract to the conference, then I wanted to give people plenty of notice. So um, if you're inter interested in that, 9th of March is the new deadline. And um, I am looking forward to hopefully getting along to that conference in September. Interesting thing, just before I close, it, it's, uh, did we did make the point with Lois um, that it's not actually a sustainability conference, um, but this, by um, submitting an, app, uh, an abstract, we, we have the opportunity to influence the, the content a little bit and, and make it about sustainability. So this is a great opportunity to influence the building sector in general in a positive way. That's enough from me. Uh, until next time, go make a better place to live.